Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. George chapter 2 and verse 12 reads, That is why the Lord says, Turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. This verse was a continuation from the preceding verses talking about the terrible day of the Lord's anger. The verse of the day in itself can tell us a lot about what the children of God had done which made God angry. It says, turn to me now. This tells us that God's chosen people had turned away from him. They turned their backs to him while they faced other things that could not save. We saw God's chosen people desert their Savior by following man-made gods designed from clay and wood, animals and other creations of God and not God himself. They bowed down to them and called them their God, which delivered them from the land of slavery. They married from people who have no regard for God Almighty. They did detestable things to provoke the righteous God to anger. God said to them, Give me your hearts. This tells us that their hearts were far from the one who called them his dearly beloved. They vowed allegiance to others and neglected their maker and beloved. Before we begin name-calling and pointing fingers, I'd like to say we all have been like the above-mentioned set of people at some point, if not right now. So like God called them, he's calling us today. That is why the Lord says, turn to me now while there is time. Have you turned your backs to the Lord? Was there a time when you were desperate for God to give you a job? You prayed fervently and vowed to worship him with all you've got. But now that job seems to be taking the whole time in your life. You don't even have time to pray again on the job you prayed to get. Have you loved the gift more than the giver? You may have excuses that sound quite genuine, but may I tell you the truth? God needs that genuine relationship from you. It's not his will that will focus on his gift and neglect him. Everyone who claims to be extremely busy creates time for what they consider important. For example, food, sleep, the loo, and etc. Where is God in your list of important to-dos? Did you seek God for a child and after he granted it, you didn't have time to serve him anymore? Profound lesson to learn from Hannah. After she cried bitterly to God for a child, she gave him back to God and kept her devotion to God. If you read that account, you see how God blessed her immeasurably more because she put God first. What's your situation? Has anything taken your attention so that you have neglected your God? He says to you, turn to him now while there is time. While there is time. Mm. The time with God is the privilege of life God has given us. Now is the time to turn to God. Some have said they want to enjoy life according to their definition and postpone their turning to God, but they never had another opportunity. 
Whenever you hear a message like this, it is an opportunity to make a change. Don't procrastinate. The Lord says, give me your heart. There is a song I love which says, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Let that be our posture, not just our song. And how do we return to him? He has given us the prescription. And he says, come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Let us return with fastings, denying ourselves of those meals we so much love, putting our spirit in a position of surrender where we can hear him better. Fasting puts the old nature of humans under check and increases the alertness of the human spirit to the spirit of God. God is a spirit and if we must understand his ways, we must be people who value spiritual realities. And one of the ways to be sensitive and attuned to these is through fasting and prayer. Let us return with weeping and mourning recognizing our wrongs and repenting totally from them, asking God for forgiveness in areas where we've erred. No sin is too terrible that God cannot forgive. No life is too crooked that he cannot mend. He is right there with arms open wide, waiting for us to return to our first love, Jesus, the one who first loved us. And what are some life lessons we can learn from this verse? Number one, There is a tendency that we focus on the gift and not the giver. Number two, God is calling you now. Yes, you. Number three, now is the time to turn to God for a better relationship with him. And number four, but not the least, take some time out to fast and pray, seeking the face of God. Just say to him, there Jesus, I want to know you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you because you are loving God. Thank you for helping us thus far. Thank you for calling us, for giving us another opportunity to return to you. Dear Father, I pray for grace for everyone who has turned their backs to you. I'm asking that your grace will help everyone to turn back to you, to return to their first love. Dear Jesus, I'm asking God that you will help us to give you our hearts, to give you our time, to give you our life. May this be our reality now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. It's always a pleasure to have you in here. We'll see you next week with another exciting episode. God bless you. Bye-bye.